You are listening to the sermons of Concordia Lutheran Church, located at 3144 South Home Avenue in Berwyn, Illinois. We invite you to join us for worship on Sundays at 9 o'clock a.m. Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Do you have spirit? We have spirit. Yes, we do. We have spirit. How about? We talk about spirit a lot. Um, I have school spirit. Um, I'm really proud of the, the Concordia University that I went to up in Mequon. And every time I go to Concordia University in Chicago, I make sure that I tell them how much better Concordia, Wisconsin is than Concordia, Chicago. Because it's just an obvious fact. I'm sure you all have spirit for something or another, whether it's your uh, school spirit or spirit for the Cubs or the Sox or the whatever sports teams you follow. We all have some form of, of thing that we're a fan of. But today we're talking about the Holy Spirit, of course. We're talking about what God sent to his disciples on, the, on that very wonderful day. So, here's the story. You all know it. The disciples are gathered together in a room. They're all together in that one place, and suddenly they hear the sound of a rushing wind. And fire appears above them and floats above their heads, even though it doesn't burn them. And they go out into the, they spill out into the streets and they start preaching. And everybody who's there hears all of these different languages, whatever country they came from. They hear the gospel. Most of the time, that's what we focus on. When we come and we hear the story, it's the languages. You'll often hear a comparison between the story we read in Genesis with the Tower of Babel. How God came down and he looked at the people who are coming together and making a name for themselves and he scatters them with the languages. But in Acts, he gathers the people together, making a name for himself, uniting them around Jesus Christ and he scatters them to the world, not so they're dispersed, but so they become one holy Christian church everywhere. But today we're going to talk about what the Holy Spirit is doing. So the Holy Spirit comes down on the disciples and they're, they're forced to go out. They can't help but do the things that they're called to do. When I looked at that, it actually reminded me of possession. You know, you see throughout the Bible... There's negative versions of possession. Uh, demons will come to people and they'll take them over and cause them to do things. That's what's going on here too. Just with the Holy Spirit and not with an evil one. So what I'm going to do is talk about spirit possession and what it means for us. See, in spirit possession, throughout the, the Bible, we get to see all these negative examples of that. And you know what all of those spirits do? They come to the person and they grab hold of them and they say, he's mine. Right? They won't let go. 
When Jesus approaches these people, the, the, the Spirit always fights him. It tries to run away. It tries to, to question him. Whatever it is, they always fight because they say he's mine. The Holy Spirit does the same thing. He comes down and says, he's mine. We see it in Jesus' story. When Jesus goes to the water of the Jordan River and he's baptized, the Holy Spirit comes down and claims him, fills him. The Holy Spirit chooses Jesus and makes him his. And we see the same thing in baptism, too. That the Holy Spirit comes down and chooses that child just like he chose you. He says, you're mine. And we see that in the baptismal liturgy. I've said a couple of times that the beginning of our confirmation liturgy is the very same thing. We're going to start with some questions that are very much the same. In a little bit, I'll ask you, do you renounce the devil and all his works and all his ways? He's going to say yes, of course. That's the question that we ask at a baptism, and we call that an exorcism. From the very beginning, this question was a way of casting out the evil spirit of the world so that the Holy Spirit can come down and claim you. Do you renounce the devil and all his works and all his ways? Holy Spirit claimed you in your baptism, JT. He came down and said, you're mine, I will not let go. And you're going to confess that today. I'm really excited about it, and I'm sure you are too. The Holy Spirit held on and said, you're mine. It caused you to grow in the faith. And here you're going to say that the Holy Spirit has you now just like he did when you were baptized. Just like he did for all of us. Can't wait. Now, when you're possessed by a spirit, it's not just that the spirit claims you, but it's with you all the time. See, those who are possessed by evil spirits, they never really got a break. It's not like the Spirit would come and say, okay, I'll be with you on 9 to 5, Monday through Friday, and then you get a vacation on the weekends. So go up to the lake house, enjoy yourself, go for a swim, and be ready for a terrible time when you come back. <laughs> Nothing like that. People were would have to go out and live in the tombs all their life. It would throw them into fires. It would do all these terrible things. Because it was always with them. The same is true for the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is always with you. Once he claims you, once he holds on to you, he will not let go. Sometimes Christians don't talk like that. Sometimes we'll talk like once we have faith, the Holy Spirit will come and go as if it's like a, like a medicine that you might take. Oh, I've got a cold. Let's take some Holy Spirit. Of course not. Or something that you can set up on the shelf. 
They'll talk about being baptized in the Holy Spirit. As if someday the Spirit will come down on you and take you over and other times He doesn't. That's not how it works. We talk about, there are some songs where they talk about things like that. I remember singing a spiritual where one of the lines was, every time I feel the Spirit moving in my heart, I will pray. You can't feel the Spirit doing something different. He's with you all the time. It's not like he pops up once or twice every, every once in a while or he comes forward. He is always there doing his thing. He is always there working on you. He is always there claiming you and causing you to have faith. Giving you eternal life and helping you to follow God's will. Spirit is always with you. And he will never let you go. Spirits also cause people to do crazy things. Let's talk about what the evil spirit did in Luke chapter 8. Jesus goes to the, the place of the Gerasenes and he steps out and he sees the demon. And, he, and it says, and starting in verse 29, For he had commanded the unclean spirit to come out of him. And this is what the Spirit did. For many a time it had seized him. He was kept under guard and bound with chains and shackles. But he would break the bonds and be driven by the demons into the desert. Kind of crazy, right? Isn't that crazy things? The Spirit does some crazy stuff too. Drives you to do stuff that we normally wouldn't do. Take the example of the disciples on Pentecost. When the Spirit comes down to them, they don't just sort of hang out in the room like they were before. They spill out onto the street and they're speaking in all sorts of languages. It's just amazing. But the Spirit stays with them as they go out. They spread out into the whole world preaching and teaching even in the face of punishment. Even against threats. They suffer, they are are beaten up, they are stoned, they are starved, they are imprisoned, and yet they still keep doing it. Happened when Jesus was baptized too. When as soon as Jesus was baptized, the Spirit fills him and sends him out into the wilderness to fast for 40 days and 40 nights. Does that sound normal? It's kind of crazy, right? When the Spirit fills Jesus, he causes him to do all sorts of crazy things. And the Spirit fills you too. He causes you to hope without proof. To look at a world around us that's full of sin and sadness and say, I am saved by Jesus Christ. Doesn't matter what's going on out there, he will give me life. I am saved by Jesus Christ. It doesn't matter how much I hurt or I'm sad or I'm lonely. He gives me victory. And when you're lying on your deathbed, you can say, I am saved by Jesus Christ because this is not the end. Isn't that crazy? To deny what the world is telling you? To say to the world, this isn't real? What you're saying to me doesn't doesn't really apply because Jesus has saved me. The Holy Spirit drives you to look at the world through the eyes of faith 
That's the gift of the Spirit. Of course, there's a big difference between the way the Holy Spirit works and the way a demon possession works. Holy Spirit never forces you. Never grabs hold of you and will not let you go. You can say, you know what? I'm not going to do it today. You can walk away. You can deny the faith. And we see that happen sometimes. And that's why we come here. So the Holy Spirit can come to us again. So the Holy Spirit can fill you evermore. See, the Holy Spirit is like a waterfall. The Holy Spirit is here to completely fill you. You know, when you drink a glass of water, you drink it and then it's gone and you got to go get a little bit more, right? Or sometimes people will use the, the car metaphor. We come to church so that we can, can fill our gas tank so we can go out and drive again. And that's not what it's like. The Holy Spirit is an overwhelming flood that is always pouring on you. You look up and you sputter because it's so much on you that you can't handle it because that's how much he gives to you. That's how much he loves you. And when we're tempted to turn away, he comes to us and says, come back. Be forgiven. Receive faith. So the Holy Spirit he comes to us and takes hold of us. He claims us as gods. He drives us to do crazy things and he does not leave us. We give thanks for this amazing gift, the promise of the Spirit that he gives out today and every day to you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to the sermons of Concordia Lutheran Church. For more information about getting involved, please visit concordiaburwin.org. Like us on Facebook at Concordia Lutheran Church and Little Lambs.